Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Hope everything's going well. This is going to record, we're recording it on Tuesday with the anticipation of a snowstorm on Wednesday. So you'll probably get this message on Wednesday and I hope and pray the snow did not find us here in the Northeast. I hope you're having a great day. And um, today I want to talk about um, expectations and how they can ruin your relationships. You know, um, getting to know people is really very, very, very important. And one thing I learned back, I to- think I told you I'd already ha- I had like uh, over 25 years experience in sales. And sometimes people think selling is about telling and it totally is not. It's about relationship. Uh, back in, I guess maybe about 10 years ago, they start calling it consultive, consultive selling. We're in, when you're talking with people, you're trying to learn about them. You're trying to learn, you know, if there's a relationship, if there's something we can do um, with one another, be it a friendship, um, you know, you're informing somebody about what is going on in your life. No matter what the relationship can be, it can be anything, business, personal, um, on a basketball team, on a football team, on any team, you know, it's, it's the relationship that holds people together. But the one thing I find, and I hear quite a bit, and I try not to do this myself, is people will meet people or they'll have a product or a service and then they will put in these expectations. They start telling you how it's going to be, what it's going to be, what they want from you. And I don't know, in my eyes, that's not really building a relationship. First of all, the first thing it takes to build a relationship is commitment. Now you have to be committed to whatever it may be. Uh, the commitment could be just to get to know someone or get to know about someone. So that's the first thing I think, and that's how I work it. I want to, I'm committed to, to, to knowing more about this person, this situation. Um, in my career, I've had several different industries I've worked in, hospitality, I've worked in telecommunications, I worked in furniture rental. I, I just, I was even a marketing rep for American Red Cross um, in the blood donor sec, uh, division. And, and each industry I worked in, I would go in with the idea, I don't know what this is going to be about, but I'm excited because I know nothing about it. And that's how I look at people too. You know, I'm very reserved when it comes to people. I like to observe them. So I like to hear them talk so I can get to figure out if there's any connection there. I know sometimes I can talk a lot as um, some of my family members will say, Um, but I do like to to hear people and, and listen to people and try and understand where they're coming from and hear what they're not saying, especially people that might have had experiences in their life that, you know, I've never had. And let's face it, none of us in this world have have had the same experience. So I think everybody has a story. Now, in my past, I was very, you know, impatient with people, but I've had some trauma and drama in my life as a, as a young woman getting married and at a young age and not knowing, you know, what that is all about. Uh, there was some domestic violence, but through that all, I, I know that I, I suffered a lot of pain and I talked to you before on another uh, podcast about pain and how I get through it. But one thing I know that everyone has a story 
I don't care where they're at, what they're doing. I don't care what you're selling or you're trying to sell people. If you really want to help people, I just try to listen to people. I try to hear what they're not saying to me. So that means I have to be quiet. And then I don't put any expectations out there. Because uh, I like the show. It's called. It used to be called 19 Kids and Counting. It's the Duggards. And the father on that show said something so so it just, it just hit my brain. It was like an ah, ah, aha moment. A light bulb went off. And he said, expectations ruin relationships. That was a winner for me. When you don't know something or you don't know someone, I, I just, I just stop putting these expectations on people because when I do, I do something for someone. Oh, I expect them to do something back to me or for me. That's expecting. Why should I? If I'm doing something for someone and they don't reciprocate, that's okay. Because honestly, maybe they're doing the best they can do with what they have. They're giving me all they can give me. So I try not to put any expectations on people. It's very hard to do, you know, because we are human beings and there are going to be times when we, we are going to expect something. And that's not such a bad thing. But we what I do realize is when I do put that expectation out there and then what I expected didn't happen, well, that's my fault. It's not that other person's fault. It was my fault because I'm expecting something from someone, A, either I don't know them or B, we didn't have the connection I thought we had. So I have to kind of pull myself back and say, wait a minute, you're coming into this new situation, new job, new whatever. And you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Now, you know, I'm a big believer in God. And I know that he's the only one that knows what's going to happen in the next second or minute. I only know what's now in this point in time. So I kind of try, I, I actually work on reserving my expectations. And then once again, I'm human. If I have them and they don't come out, I have to remember, Diane, remember, that was your expectation, not theirs. And that takes me out of the realm of having to blame people or it's, it's someone else's fault. You know what? I have free will here and I can choose to have a relationship with a person or choose not to have a relationship with a person. I can hold my, res- my reserve back. I can hold my expectations back. That's the power we truly have. And if we focus more on that and let other people be who they are, I found myself as I've gotten older to be more accepting of more people because I just let them be and keep my expectations to myself. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my message today. I hope you have a great day. And if you're in the Northeast, I hope and pray we didn't get that snow. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This is Diane Peters from JCHarvestInvestments.com. Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Hope everything's going well. This is going to record, we're recording it on Tuesday with the anticipation of a snowstorm on Wednesday. So you'll probably get this message on Wednesday and I hope and pray the snow did not find us here in the Northeast. I hope you're having a great day. And um, today I want to talk about um, expectations and how they can ruin your relationships. You know, um, Getting to know people is really very, very, very important. And one thing I learned back, I think I 
told you I'd already ha I had like uh, over 25 years experience in sales and sometimes people think selling is about telling and it totally is not it's about relationship uh, back in I guess maybe about 10 years ago they start calling it consultive consultive selling we're in when you're talking with people you're trying to learn about them you're trying to learn you know if there's a relationship if there's something we can do uh, with one another be it a friendship um, you know you're informing somebody about what is going on in your life no matter what the relationship can be it can be anything business personal um, on a basketball team on a football team on any team you know it's it's the relationship that holds people together. But the one thing I find, and I hear quite a bit, and I try not to do this myself, is people will meet people or they'll have a product or a service and then they will put in these expectations. They start telling you how it's going to be, what it's going to be, what they want from you. And I don't know, in my eyes, that's not really building a relationship. First of all, the first thing it takes to build a relationship is commitment. Now, you have to be committed to whatever it may be. Uh, your commitment could be just to get to know someone or get to know about someone. So that's the first thing I think, and that's how I work it. I wanna, I'm committed to, to, to knowing more about this person, this situation. Um, in my career, I've had several different industries I've worked in hospitality. I've worked in telecommunications. I worked in furniture rental. I, I just, I, I was even a marketing rep for American Red Cross uh, in the blood donor sec, uh, division. And, and each industry I worked in, I would go in with the idea, I don't know what this is going to be about, but I'm excited because I know nothing about it. And that's how I look at people too. You know, I'm very reserved when it comes to people. I like to observe them. So I like to hear them talk so I can get to figure out if there's any connection there. I know sometimes I can talk a lot, as um, some of my family members will say. Um, but I do like to, to, to hear people and, and listen to people and try and understand where they're coming from and hear what they're not saying, especially people that might have had experiences in their life that, you know, I've never had. And let's face it, none of us in this world have, have had the same experience. So I think everybody has a story. Now, in my past, I was very, you know, impatient with people, but I've had some trauma and drama in my life as a, as a young woman getting married and at a young age and not knowing, you know, what that is all about. Uh, there was some domestic violence. But through that all, I, I know that I, I suffered a lot of pain. And I talked to you before on another uh, podcast about pain and how I get through it. But one thing I know that everyone has a story. I don't care where they're at, what they're doing. I don't care what you're selling or you're trying to sell people. If you really want to help people, I just try to listen to people. I try to hear what they're not saying to me. So that means I have to be quiet. And then I don't put any expectations out there. Because uh, I like the show, it's called, it used to be called 19 Kids and Counting. It's the Duggards. And the father on that show said something so, so, it just, it just hit my brain. It was like an ah, ah, aha moment, a light bulb went off. And he said, 
Expectations ruin relationships. That was a winner for me. When you don't know something or you don't know someone, I, I, just, I just stop putting these expectations on people. Because when I do, I do something for someone, oh, I expect them to do something back to me or for me. That's expecting. Why should I? If I'm doing something for someone and they don't reciprocate, that's okay. Because honestly, maybe they're doing the best they can do with what they have. They're giving me all they can give me. So I try not to put any expectations on people. It's very hard to do, you know, because we are human beings and there are going to be times when we we are going to expect something. And that's not such a bad thing. But we, what I do realize is when I do put that expectation out there and then what I expected didn't happen, well, that's my fault. It's not that other person's fault. It was my fault. Because I'm expecting something from someone, A, either I don't know them, or B, we didn't have the connection I thought we had. So I have to kind of pull myself back and say, wait a minute. You're coming into this new situation, new job, new whatever, and you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Now, you know, I'm a big believer in God, and I know that he's the only one that knows what's going to happen the next second or minute. I only know what's now in this point in time. So I kind of... Try, I, I actually work on reserving my expectations. And then once again, I'm human. If I have them and they don't come out, I have to remember, Diane, remember, that was your expectation, not theirs. And that takes me out of the realm of having to blame people or it's, it's someone else's fault. You know what? I have free will here. And I can choose to have a relationship with a person or choose not to have a relationship with a person. I can hold my res- my reserve back. I can hold my expectations back. That's the power we truly have. And if we focus more on that and let other people be who they are, I found myself as I've gotten older to be more accepting of more people because I just let them be and keep my expectations to myself. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my message today. I hope you have a great day. And if you're in the Northeast, I hope and pray we didn't get that snow. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This is Diane Peters from JCHarvestInvestments.com. Hi, uh, this is Diane Peters from JCHarvestInvestments.com. How are you doing today? I hope your day is going well. Um, this is the day after the snowstorm, a spring, I call it a spring storm, because uh, we did get some snow, but thank God it's melting. It's a beautiful day outside, and, and it looks like by tomorrow, um, that snow could be gone. Well, uh, today I'm, I'm talking, I'd like to talk about kindness and how important it is. And uh, I'll be honest with you, in, the, in my history, I wasn't always a kind person. You know, I, I um, had different life experiences, and that's no excuse, you know, but I do know I suffered from, you know, I, I think I mentioned I'd been in a domestic uh, first marriage relationship, and, and that kind of clouded me. I did drink. I was, uh, you know, what they call, I guess, a functioning alcoholic and kept my job, worked, traveled, did a lot of stuff, um, and then um, had to come to the realization that, you know, I was ruining my life. And during that period, I was so conflicted. And so when I think about how I was not kind, I wasn't even being kind to myself. I mean, I was, like I said, I would, uh, I had my young children. I was single at that time. 
and I would um, go to work. I had a job that, you know, back in the day, they didn't have computers. So I would fly up and down the East Coast collecting data for, I was a marketing research um, assistant. And so I would, uh, you know, collect the data, bring it in. And in those days, you used to have um, drinking parties, I call them, after work. Your boss would come in and everybody had been working late and was working in the marketing department of a major corporation. And uh, everybody would go out to drinks um, after we worked on a project. And so I got to the point where, yes, I was abusing it, as they call it today, abusing it. And then one day I I was at, I always liked to work out, work out so I would physically <clears throat> did do that. And, that. and at one time also I was smoking cigarettes, so you figure. And um, until one day I sat down at a, a, a health fair at, our, at my company and, and, and asked these questions about whether or not, and back in that day it was alcohol, you're an alcoholic, and I think it was 10 questions. If you answered, if you answered a, a yes to two or more questions, then you, you are, you're an alcoholic. And I remember the, like, the light bulb went off, and I was like, what? I'm an alcoholic. And I remember going around to some of my families telling them, I'm an alcoholic, I'm an alcoholic. And back in those days, even we thought, you know, alcoholics were in the streets. But today we've come a, 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 lot, a lot further in recognizing that it was an abuse, and I was abusing myself as well. And during that period, I was not a kind person. If you stepped on my toe, in fact, I have a funny story. My sister and I and, and some other friends were going to uh, Bloomingdale's. And we went and parked a car and a garage. And these were two of my, well, one of the sisters was what was a working associate of mine. We were friends, but not the best of friends. But anyway, went to the parking garage. And this poor gentleman, I can't even remember to this day what he said to me. But I can honestly tell you, it was not worth what I went through. I mean, I told that guy off up and down to the right. I mean, I was just out of control. And now I can honestly say I'm embarrassed to say. But I also know drinking. And also at that time, I was feeling a little depressed. You know, my life had not gone as I expected it to go. I thought I was going to be happily married with six sons. And that was my plan. But it didn't work out that way. And so I was being unkind to myself. So, of course... I was not being kind to anyone in my circle or anyone that I knew. Uh, thank God my sons, you know, they've, they've grown up. But I can see the, the ramifications from some of that behavior, how it affects them today. And they're in their 40s. So I, I do know that kindness is so important and it has to start with yourself. Once I started treating myself kinder, and I have to be honest with you, for me, it was learning about God. That was the 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 crust for me. That's what turned my whole vision about life around is when I realized that God loved me no matter what, no matter what I had done, what I will do, that Jesus Christ died for me. When I realized all that, that was my, um, that was the whole like revelation change for me. But you, you know, I also know that I work at this every day. Now I don't feel the urge anymore to drink or smoke cigarettes. Um, or anything like that. But I do know that my personality lends itself to a personality that can be pretty abrupt at sometimes, and you don't even realize it. But the one thing that I've been working on is becoming aware of that. And, and I think I give the credit to God for helping me with that. When I have been looking at a situation or even at people through my own eyes and not trying to look at them the way God looks at them, 
And, and that's the one thing I try to do every day. It's everybody has a story. Everybody's suffering from something. Even if it's just a moment in, in time, it doesn't matter. So to be kind, actually, it started with myself. I had to be kind to me first so that I could give out that kindness to everyone else. So that's what I work on every day. I'm at the point now where I've gained some weight. I was very much into the gym at some point and working very hard at that. And I've kind of let that go. I've been suffering with like sinusitis. I've had like four or five attacks since, since December. And the other day I just realized, listen, you're not being kind to yourself. Now maybe that's lent itself to being unkind to some people and short-tempered. But now I've come to the realization, I've got to start with me. I've got to take that devotional time. I've got to take that time to relax and just recognize if I want kindness to be kind to others, it's got to start with me first. So if you're not being kind to yourself, start being kind to yourself. Love yourself because God loves you no matter what you're doing and who you are. He loves you. He wants you to be close to him. So my message for today, everybody out there, be kind. Um, thank you for listening today. You have a great day. And you're so kind to listen to me. God bless you. This is Diane Peters from JCHarvestInvestments.com. Have a great one.